Warning, the following podcast may contain potential plot spoilers, but then again, it may not at all. Hello and welcome to Potential Spoilers. I'm Kieran and I'm joined by Maddie D. And Kieran, get this man a shield. <laughs> if you didn't want to know that, then you shouldn't be listening to the show because that is a spoiler. A spoiler for what? How is that spoiling anything? Oh, it's a line. The barrel is running dry. I can hear scraping. Every time you start this show now, you... <laughs> That's from a related movie. Yeah, it is. It's a line from a movie, but it's not a spoiler. You used to do spoilers once upon a time. The first spoiler you ever did was Darth Vader is Luke's father. That is a spoiler. <laughs> now you've got, get this man a shield. So you're just quoting movies now. You're not um, even doing did spoilers. Did the shield help him during the war of this particular movie? I don't know. Did you watch it? Yes, I did watch it. Okay. We're talking about a different movie here. I know. <laughs> so you've seen that one. <laughs> yes. But anyway, so what were you saying? That was a spoiler, was it? Uh, yes. So because because what we do on this show is we look at all the promotional material for an upcoming Hollywood blockbuster and then we attempt to predict as much of the plot as humanly possible, therefore potentially ruining it for you, the dear listener. And this week we're all excited because we're talking about the upcoming Marvel Cinematic Universe movie, the final movie in phase four <laughs> wow. of uh, the MCU, Black Panther. Now, just a little bit of background on Black Panther himself. The character was first created by Stanley and Jack Kirby and first appeared in Fantastic Four issue 52 all the way back in 1966. And the man who is Black Panther under the mask, of course, is T'Challa, who is the king and protector of the fictional African nation of Wakanda. Now, what can you tell me about Wakanda and T'Challa, Matty D? Well, Wakanda is the uh, the mythical or the fictional sort of county within, within uh, the Africa. MCU. Yeah, it's a real place. It's not fictional in the MCU. No, in the MCU, but in like reality, it's fictional. Of course, in reality, yeah. it's it's and, right next door to uh, a, the place from Coming to America. <laughs> yes, it Zamunda. is. It is. It is a tribe which uh, which has vibranium, and th- so they're That's all right. And what is vibranium? Technology is advanced. Vibranium is the metal that was used to uh, create Captain America's shield. It's like a yep, powerful, right. powerful sort of uh, metal, and the Wakandans have like in have used it to sort of. Where did they get it from? They dug it from the ground. From what I understand, a meteor that was entirely vibranium landed on Earth and the Wakandans discovered it in Africa. And then they used that to build all of their technology. So Wakanda is sort of like a hidden city within Africa, which has an enormous amount of technology. So they're leaps and bounds more advanced than everybody else in the world. Yes. But they keep it secret to protect their technology from everybody else. Yeah, their tribe is secret and they keep the technology away from everybody, which is a big part of sort of their belief system. They just like look after Wakanda and that kind of Yeah, that's right. And they don't want people misusing vibranium, which is why they're protecting it because it can be used to, you know, make anything. Essentially, so they're protecting it from evil people. Some people may see it as they're hoarding the vibranium and not sharing the technology with anybody else, but they see it as they're protecting it from being misused. Yeah, yeah, and they can use it for as weapons, but they can also use it for like medicine and stuff like that, and like to. I suppose so. Use their or really dodgy-looking railway system. <laughs> yes, the railway system that you can have a fight on. So uh-huh. the character of T'Challa, as well, is noteworthy as being the first black superhero in mainstream American comics. Yes. So, we're here to talk about Black Panther within the world of cinema. So, of course, the character of Black Panther has appeared in four movies so far. This is going to be his fifth movie. Well, this is going to be the fifth Black Panther movie. So, of course, the character first appeared in Captain America Civil War in 2016, which was followed up by Black Panther in 2018. And he made an appearance in Avengers Infinity War in 2018 as well, along with Avengers Endgame, which we covered, of course, which came out in 2019. So, we have covered a movie with this character in it before. So, Matty D, what is your history with Black Panther and the movies that Black Panther has such appeared a, in? Such a long-running history with this character that I have. Well, I was aware of this character before 
the MCU even existed. I I had a deck of cards with this character on it. I was like, who is the Black Panther? I thought he was cool. I thought he looked like Batman. I think I read a comic or two with him appearing in it. Yeah. (laughs) And then then these movies came out. Yeah, tell me about the movie. (laughs) Which I watched. Well, I I definitely watched uh, The Avengers Endgame. Yeah, and, and Infinity War, and Infinity obviously. Wars, obviously, and I watched Captain America. So I'm, I'm Civil War, Civil War, yeah. So I'm I'm familiar but with. But tell the me about the movie Black Panther. <laughs> so your homework was to go and watch Black Panther between last week and this week. And how did that go for you, Manny D? I fell asleep. Okay, at what point in the movie did you fall asleep? <laughs> they were talking in a tribe somewhere. I'm pretty sure that could be any point <laughs> in the movie. So I'm trying to remember. Could it- be the first five minutes, to be oh, honest. God, I'm trying to remember. Uh, oh. A bad guy kicked uh, Black Panther off a waterfall. That happened. Yeah, Michael B. Jordan's character, Killmonger, yep. Yes, and he he had a whole rant about stuff. And then he became the Black Panther. Yes. And then the king of uh, Wakanda. And they woke up Bilbo. And he was watching the movie too with you, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) And and Bilbo was fine. He was like all healed. So, So this is Everett Ross, correct? Yeah. Who was apparently not related to Thaddeus Ross from the Hulk movies. Yes. Okay, and so, uh, go on, go on. That's about it. So, you fell asleep and you finished watching the movie at a later time, right? No. (laughs) So, how on earth are you going to talk about a sequel? Well, I think I know. Black Panther. I think I know. Without knowing anything about the movie at all. The main character is dead, so I can- Okay, spoilers. Kind of of get- That should have been the spoiler, actually. People don't know that yet, Matty D. Yeah, that should have been your spoiler. (laughs) That would have been a much better one. Not thinking it through and being underprepared seems like it's going to be a running theme this episode. I am very hungover today. Okay, and what's that got to do with anything? <laughs> I suppose we're used to doing this show hungover, right? Yeah, so I, I can I can kind of guess what happened. I think through okay. my okay, you're my saying potential. through your sheer yes. predicting powers. I need you to watch the movie. You can just work out what's going to happen in a sequel to a movie you haven't seen. Absolutely, I bet at the without end of the knowing movie, any of the characters. I bet at the end of the movie, he came back. He got to prove himself as the Black Panther. He came back and he fought Michael B. Jordan and won. Correct. Uh, that did happen. Well, there we go. So I don't well need to done. watch the movie. All right, and everyone celebrated. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Interesting. Um, also funny, this ha- this movie has uh, Namor in it, the yep. Submariner. We're going to get to that. We discussed this uh, character before. It's very exciting to see him in a yeah. movie. He's one of the oldest superheroes, I think, ever. You can explain more about him when we get to that point. So let's get into talking about this upcoming movie, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, because that's what we're here to do after all. So this movie has been in development since 2019. Now, unfortunately, as you already pointed out, Chadwick Boseman, who did play T'Challa in the previous movies, unfortunately died in 2020 of colon cancer. And Marvel have confirmed that T'Challa will not be recast or replaced with CGI. So this is going to be the last time we ever hear or see T'Challa. We're not actually even going to see him because, like I said, they're not going to have CGI or recasting. So presumably... He's already dead by the time the movie starts. Yes, and I think this is a good choice by Disney. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think anything else would be disrespectful. Yes. So, another thing as well, the script was rewritten. Obviously, they had to rewrite it because it starred T'Challa in the original movie. And the movie returned to production in 2021 and is now dedicated to the memory of Chadwick Boseman. Of course, why wouldn't it be? Nice. So, what do we know about this upcoming movie so far, Matty D? It's two trailers I could see. Two trailers? I only found one trailer. Oh, there's been a second one that got released um, not too long ago, actually. Okay. Uh, So, what we can- Maybe you'll have information that uh, I don't know about. I don't know. These trailers give nothing away. This is typical Marvel. um, 
So it seems like this Black Panther as the character is dead. That's what they're saying That's in right. these trailers. The tribes are coming together and they're kind of trying to, I guess, uh, there seems to be like a funeral or, or a sort of yep. ceremony celebrating his life. Um, and, you know, I guess they're trying to figure out where to go on as a tribe, you know, moving forward, what Wakanda's going to, what's going to happen to Wakanda. Mm-hmm. Um, and it seems like Namor's going to play the villain of this of this movie. Yeah, I presumably. Don't yeah, like know, I really believe that. have... I don't know how you feel about this, but they're, they're, it seems like they're going into underwater territory. So it might be like you know the 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 armies of the land versing the armies of the water or something. Yeah, I see a, a baby guess. that's being born underwater. Underwater. There's a lot of things going on. I saw in Disney's uh, sort of press release that they released that they're calling this genre an action adventure. So I can only assume. Sure. Isn't that all of their movies? Mate, yeah. I, all of their Marvel movies anyway. Well, no, they're, they're separating them all now. So like they all have these weird little genres that they're saying. Okay. Rather than it, just say a superhero movie. I was going to say, I can make it easier for them just by saying superhero because no, then no, no, we no. know exactly what we're going to get. No, no, no. It's an action adventure movie. So that to me means globetrotting. But in these trailers, it's a lot of um, soft music, a lot of just scenes of like it yeah. looks like a tourist ad or something can I be honest like yeah. I don't what the hell's with this trailer okay now I'm, now I'm getting a little excited the main trailer but well, both really I mean it's it's like people looking in the distance with like sunsets in the background it's like am I getting sold iPods or something like that's how it feels yeah it looks like come visit Africa to be honest <laughs> yes or at least wherever Namor lives yeah Nam- Namor Namor what's it, the character's name uh, Namor? Sub- Namor, I just call him the Submariner because yeah. I'm probably mispronouncing it. Namor sounds more correct to me. So, would you like to hear the official Disney synopsis for this movie yes. from the official Black Panther Wakanda Forever website? You would? Okay. So, yes, it goes as such. Queen Ramonda, Shuri, Mbaku, Okoye, and the Dora Milaje fight to protect their nation from intervening world powers in the wake of King T'Challa's death. As the Wakandans strive to embrace their next chapter, the heroes must band together with the help of war dog Nakia and Everett Ross to forge a new path for the kingdom of Wakanda. As I mentioned, that's from the official Black Panther website. That cool. gives so us a, a fair idea. It's vague, but it gives us a fair idea of what the overall plot is going to be. As you already mentioned, we know that Namor... Namor... Namor. Namor. I'm going to... Okay. The Submariner. The Submariner and his people are going to invade Wakanda at some point, so they're under threat from that power as well. It looks like the government is getting involved in Wakanda as well. My guess, given our previous conversation, is that it's going to be around vibranium and something to do with that. Other people want it. They don't want to give it away. This leading to conflict. They don't have a leader. They're lost at the moment. They're looking for a new leader. They're weak, right? Or at least they're perceived as being weak because their king is dead. Exactly right. So, they're going to be suffering losses. And I think this is going to be the overall conflict of the movie. So, someone else has to step up. It is The movie is called Black Panther, after all. Mm -hmm. Someone is going to have to step up and fill the shoes of Black Panther. Someone has to eat the plant. That's right. The heart-shaped plant or the heart-shaped herb that gives you the abilities of the Black Panther. But only one person can be the ruler at one time, just so you know. Yeah. And do they not lose their powers when they... Do well, they- well, they've got to drink the thing to make them lose their powers when they have that fight that they have, that ceremonial fight for who gets to be the ruler. Okay. So, uh, I guess they can lose By their the powers. By the way, I think it's important to point out, if you're not familiar with our show, if this is your first time tuning in, uh, I'm not the big superhero fan at all. I don't really follow these these movies or stories outside of the ones that we cover on this, this podcast. So, I'm sorry if I seem a little bit flippant. And Matty D, as he's usually our resident comic book expert, but from the sounds of it, he's not a huge Black Panther fan either. Nothing against the franchise, fine. it's just not at either of our expertise. It was fine, but I just didn't get to finish the movie. It's, it's more- sure, But you're going to go finish it after oh, we record yes, this episode, right? straight away. 
Just so you can follow along with the story. Yeah. Anyway, let's talk about who's in this movie. And by the way, I think it's important to point this out as well. We are actually teaming up to predict this plot together. As we said last week, we're going to put our heads together and come up with a succinct plot through the power of two. Yes. Because, you know, there can only be... One. <laughs> we'll there kill each other. two. In the eras of Scotland. <laughs> okay. We're off the rails this episode. So let's talk about who's in this cast. And as we go, we're going to talk a little bit about their characters as well, just to keep everybody up to speed who may not be familiar. Matty D. Thanks, Kieran. I appreciate it. The first person I want to talk about playing the character of Shuri, returning as the character of Shuri, is Letitia Wright, who, of course, is probably best known for playing Shuri in the Black Panther movies, but she was also in Ready Player One. Now, the character of Shuri, she is the princess of Wakanda, being T'Challa's sister, of course, and she is the one who designs all of Wakanda's technology. So she designed the Black Panther suit, she designs most of the technology in Wakanda, all of their transport systems, you name it, she's responsible for it. Yeah, I mean, she's going to be Black Panther. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Are we on the same page We're on the here? same page I think here. that's a no-brainer. She was definitely a standout in the movie. I think she was a fan favourite in the movie. Yeah, that's she right. had a lot of spunk, a lot of gusto. She was certainly my favourite character in that first movie. They, they gave her all the funny lines. She was a very charming Oh, I never character. went into my history about Black Panther. Oh, please, please do. So, I've only seen the two Avengers Endgame and Infinity War movies, but I wouldn't say that Black Panther really appeared much or was a standout in that movie at all, so he very much bled into the background. I watched, back in the days when I was still really enjoying the the Marvel cinematic movies, I was watching, I was hot off the heels of Thor Ragnarok, so I was real keen to follow it up with the next instalment. And the next installment was Black Panther, and I'd heard the buzz around it. Everyone was saying, like, oh, man, this is, like, one of the best Marvel movies they've ever released. There was a lot of hype. There was a lot of buzz. There was a lot of praise going on. Disney was being called progressive for some reason, even though this was not the first movie to feature a black superhero. But it was Disney's first movie to feature a black superhero, so they were really patting themselves on the back (laughs) for being so progressive at at least 10 years after, or maybe longer than the series started. (laughs) Well done, them. Didn't they? Didn't clap, they clap? Clap! Didn't they cast a white guy as like Iron Fist or something in one of the TV shows around the same time? Yes, they did. Who's <laughs> an Asian character? Yes. So yeah, but like we're looking at Black Panther. Yeah, that was exactly what they were doing. So I went in excited to see Black Panther. I watched it when it was first released on home video, mm-hmm. not in the cinema. And I've got to say, I did not enjoy that movie at all. Okay, what did you not like about it? Uh, just I thought the story was very weak. It felt like a superhero origin story without directly being a superhero origin story. Yeah. It's a plotline that I've seen before. Like, the hero is humble. It's basically the same plot as Thor, essentially. Yeah, and I, so. I won't get into the stuff that I thought was a little bit racist in the movie as well. This is something we've spoken about off air. But, you know, I don't think this is really the platform to go into it right now. Let's just say, just to preview my thoughts... I didn't appreciate some of the depictions of Africans in the movie. Not being an African person myself, but still, as an outside observer, looking on the movie, I thought some of the portrayals of African people in the movie was a little bit racist, if you ask me. I know the director himself is an African-American, but still doesn't prevent you from having a somewhat harmful depiction of other races in the movie itself. So, yeah, I didn't really care for the movie, and, yeah, I guess I could say I'm not excited to see a sequel, but we're going to anyway because we're covering it on this show. I guess it's hard to go from Thor Ragnarok to Black Panther, which I would say are very tonally different movies. Absolutely. And if your totally expectation was for that, then you probably would have been- Disappointed, I disappointed, was. Disappointed, yeah. Absolutely. I haven't read a comic. I haven't seen the, the character outside of the movies, uh-huh. just so you know. Didn't see Civil War, so didn't have the the character introduction like everybody else He was a badass in Civil War. I'm sure he was. Didn't see it. So, let's get back to talking about the characters. So, moving on from Shuri. Next up, I want to talk about Lupita Nyong'o's character, Nakia, 
who we've talked about before in two different movies. She was the wrinkled, shriveled up orange woman in uh, Star Wars. Do you remember that? <laughs> yes, Mars, of course. Mars Kanata. The one in love with Chewbacca, yeah. Yeah, she was the voice of that character. And she also played Adelaide in Us, the main character. She was great in that. Which she, yeah, she was absolutely you great know, in that. There's a few praises you can give to that movie. Very controversial thing to say, but you know, <laughs> stand by it. The acting, there was no problem with the acting. The acting was great. And was uh, I don't remember Nakia doing much in that original Black Panther movie. She just sort of felt like Neither generic- did I, actually. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> she was just sort of generic love interest. But the description here they have for her is a war dog and undercover spy for Wakanda from the River Tribe. What if she's the Black Panther? She's not going to be the Black Panther. No? Absolutely not. We already know it's going to be Shuri. i tell you why I know it's Shuri. Because I looked at the Lego sets, and in the Lego sets, <laughs> Shuri is Black Panther. Okay. The Lego sets are spoiling it for everybody. That makes sense. Because as we know from our, I think it was our Buzz Lightyear episode, I get a lot of plot details from going in and looking at Lego sets in the toy shop. And they always have them early, and they always show stuff from the movies that isn't in the promotional material. So, yes, in the Lego sets, I'm fairly certain that we see Shuri as Black Panther. How do Lego get this sort of exclusive information? I have no idea. I have no idea. They must get so much money out of the Lego. Maybe Disney just presumes that people won't be able to extrapolate information from these sets just because it's a visual and not anything like no screenshots from the movie, nothing written down about the characters, so... But if you're intelligent, you can put two and two together. So, yeah, I like that we're already in agreement that Shuri is definitely going to be Black Panther. There's one shot of Black Panther in the trailer, and I think it's quite clearly a woman in the costume, so... Well, it has to... It's going to have to be a woman. I don't think it's going to be Nakia, to be honest. Yeah. I think Shuri is right. I just wanted to throw that out there because potentially. (laughs) Maybe there's two Black Panthers. I don't remember (laughs) Nakia being a spy in the previous movie. Me neither. Yeah. Me me neither. (laughs) I'm looking at Maddie D incredulously right now. Just so everyone Uh, is aware. She didn't do a lot, though. No, she was very much just relegated to love interest. So I'm guessing in this movie, she's going to be with our team of heroes. We're going to have a small, close-knit group of heroes who are going around trying to save the day. She's going to be one of our main heroes who's going to fight in the final battle. That's going to be my full guesstimate here. Are you in agreement? Yes. And there's there's a group of um, all-female spies or something. Maybe she leads them, right? No. She's not related to them at all because that is Okoye, the next person I want to talk about who is being played by... Danae Gurira. Sorry if I'm mispronouncing your name there, Danae. She is the head of the Dora Milaje, who, of course, is Wakanda's all-female special forces. Not spies, special forces. So, in uh, Civil War, I believe the characters were referred to as, like, guardians or security, head of security. But they were given their official title when, of course, Black Panther came out two years later. So, they're the, forgive the pronunciation yet again, (laughs) the Dora Milaje. So they're they're basically the the bald African yeah, with warriors the red garbs, with, with right? the red garbs. That's right. There's a whole bunch of them who are characters in these movies, but I think it's really only Okoye who has the most screen time. Yeah, I'm not predicting her to do a lot. She's going to be with our close knit group of heroes who's going around helping them out as she always is, and she's going to be leading the good old Dora Milaje into battle anytime they need to be led into battle. Agreed. Next up, returning of the character as M'Baku is Winston Duke, who, of course, was Gabe in Us alongside good old Lupita Nyonyo. Yes. He was the husband, of course, in Us. Uh, now, if you're not familiar with M'Baku, he is a powerful warrior who is the leader of the Wakandan's mountain tribe, the Jabari. So, they were originally at odds in that original Black Panther movie. It was movie. a rival tribe, right? They were a rival tribe, and they've now since come together since the events of Infinity War and Endgame, obviously. You know, the whole world being in turmoil, 
they realize, okay, we don't want to be at odds. We're basically the same people anyway. Let's come together as a big Wakanda nation and put aside our differences. Yeah, and maybe the the passing of the original Black Panther has brought everybody together. Absolutely. You know, I think they'll play into that. Absolutely, absolutely. So, again, I strongly think that M'Baku is going to be with our main heroes. We're going to have, a, like I said, this close-knit group of heroes. He's going to be one of them as well. What timing, by the way, for a movie to come out about the death of a royal? Yeah, that's a good point. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> I mean, it's going to come out a little in late, November, yeah. so it's going to be old news by then. Oh, no, they'll still be morning by November. Oh, my God. I- <laughs> this morning, I open up the news feed, like my news page feed, and then every single story, every <laughs> single top story was all to do with the death of the Queen and the royal family, which, by the way, in the world of our podcast, I think it happened two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, around about. Or was it early no, last week? No, was it a week ago, actually, Yeah, it was because, early last week. Because our parliament went into- Our parliament had a week off that's only just finished. Our by the time- Our parliament the, did. No by the time did. this episode comes out, it will have been two weeks yes. since the Queen died. But yes, that's what's just happened in the world around the time of this recording. It happened a week ago, yet we're st- it's still like headline news- how long is this going to go on for? If this is still going on next week, I'll let you know. <laughs> but I'm, I'm getting sick of it, to be yeah. honest. I don't think there needs to be much more said beyond, you know, the Queen died. She's been replaced by King Charles III. And we don't need to know all, like, the family squabbling. That's what I'm saying. It's just like, oh, what did Meghan Markle do? Oh, what did Kate Middleton do? <laughs> this is turning Who into cares? a completely different Let's podcast. Let's move on. Let's get back uh, to... Sympathies to all our UK listeners, but uh, we're a colonised country over Colonizer. here. Colonizer. <laughs> yes. Which fits into the movie. Great segue, Matty Yeah, D. there you go. So, returning to the cast of Black Panther, next up we have, returning as the character of Io, is Florence Kasumba, who, of course, was one of the, the Dora Milaje. She was the second in command, as a matter of fact. And we have seen Florence Kasumba before. She was in Wonder Woman, and she was also in the 2019 Lion King. I mean, mind you, we didn't cover either of those movies. No. But we have both seen them. Yes. Well, I've seen at least Wonder Woman. Yes, I haven't seen the Lion King movie. No, I haven't seen... Oh, no, I have seen the 2019 Lion King. But, of course, she was a voice actor, so I haven't physically seen her in that. (laughs) So, yeah, like I said, you could really sort of lump her in with Okoye because she's the same part of that group. There's, in fact, a third notable member of the Dora Milaje as well, who I didn't include, just because I don't think that character is going to do a lot. Same here for Io, but, yeah, nothing against the character. I just don't think they're going to do much beyond what they yeah. already did in the previous movies. There's too many characters in this in this casting list. I feel as like, you stand in, in all of these Marvel yeah, movies these I, days. I feel like people will be there to be an ensemble, to do some badass things here and there. I think that's what Io is going to do, but not do anything Plot why, progressive. Why can't they just make it simple? Why can't they? Because they're make punishing it? us. They Could know about be? this show, Kieran. They know about this show, and they're like, you know what we're going to do? We're going to make it really complicated. We're going to give them the trailers with no information. What a superhero movie should be is the main superhero, Superman, whatever their potential best friend or love interest is, Lois Lane. And then who the villain is. That's the only three characters we need to talk about in a superhero movie. We don't need an ensemble of people traveling around. Don't make every movie the Avengers. Sure, that worked for you once or twice, maybe three times. But don't make every movie the Avengers. Make it about one character and the villain. There you go. Done. Yeah, but, you know, if you if you clutter it up with characters, you can distract people, you know. <laughs> I guess so. Distract your audience. Like, what's going, on here? what's going on here? So next up, playing a new character, the character of Riri Williams, also known as Ironheart, is Dominique go. Thorne. Now, are you familiar with the character of Ironheart at all? Well, I do believe, Kieran, that uh, a genius inventor is who that person was who oh, yeah, creates, creates a suit, a suit of armor that rivals, rivals the one, one built, built by, by Tony Stark, Stark slash okay, Iron Man. Man. <laughs> yes, you'd be exactly correct there. It's almost like you're reading <laughs> what I've got written down <laughs> word for word. So, 
I can tell you're not familiar with Ironheart at all. Basically, all you need to know is she's the female version of Iron Man. Right. Not to be confused with Pepper Potts's female version of Iron right. Man. And hasn't so, appeared in a movie before. No, she hasn't appeared in a Marvel movie before. So, she, quite like Shuri, is going to be a master inventor. My guess is that they know each other just through their inventing abilities. Maybe they know each other through university, like mm-hmm. MIT or something like that. And she is going to come in to help our heroes, of course, by creating the Ironheart suit, which, of course, she is going to use to help battle baddies. Yeah. Re- reading a bit of her bio, she seems like a childhood prodigy. Just yeah. somebody who was smart straight off the bat. So. She's in her early 20s, if not late teens. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm guessing she's the same age as Shuri, because just from looking in the trailer, it looks like they're friends. And my guess is, like I said, they study together, unless you disagree. No, I think that is good. I, it, it, whatever their relationship is... They're going to be very close in the movie, whether whether yeah. it's a friendship or whether that's maybe like a, a a sporting competition. I think it's just a friendship. Maybe yeah, maybe friendly rivalry, just sort of like they, they do like getting up. those Marvel one up. Yeah, jokes in there. but that's that's basically friendship in Marvel. True. If they don't hate each other, then they're basically <laughs> friends. That's how it works in Marvel world. So next up. Playing the character of Namor, the Submariner, is Tenok Huerta. Now, mm. of course, we've talked about Tenok Huerta before in a movie. Do you remember what it was, Matty D? Uh, the movie was... Um, he was one in The Forever Purge, which was a movie we covered back oh, in he? 2021. He was one of the main characters in that movie. I know you haven't seen it yet. No, I haven't. But you will very soon. Very soon. So, of course, the Submariner, he is the ruler of Talokan, which is an ancient civilization of underwater-dwelling people. And, yeah, what I don't know anything else about the Submariner. What so, can you tell me? This is kind of exciting. Is this- he like the Marvel version of Aquaman? Yes, yeah, it is okay. very much like the Marvel Done. version of Aquaman. It's exciting, though, because this is a very old character. I, I might be wrong, but I think it predates Marvel as its, you know, a, 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 as its modern company is. But this is a very old character. Mm-hmm. Traditionally can be a bad guy, can be a good guy. Okay. Can switch, can, can go between. He's kind of, yeah, half fish, half man, leader of like Atlantis kind of thing. Well, he's the leader of Talokan. Yes, which is pretty much. Which is, yeah. We yeah. saw it in the trailer. It's Atlantis. I hope this movie doesn't suddenly just devolve into Aquaman just halfway through. I hope through. it does. That'd be sick. Okay. I, both, I liked Aquaman. We both want different things from this movie. I haven't actually seen Aquaman. Oh, but I have heard... a few drinks and watch Aquaman. You'll love it. Yeah, I'm not going to. <laughs> oh, uh, wait. I have to because we we're going to be talking about Aquaman 2 in a few weeks. Yes, Fuck. we will. Yes. And we will we'll watch it together. Don't worry. I'll be your I'll be okay. your support person through that. Okay. Um, but, you know, just on uh, just on Namor, I think he's going to- his characterization- oh, What I'll do is I'll watch the first 15 minutes and then just bring that knowledge to the podcast. I'll watch the first hour, Kieran, of a two-hour movie. I think that's pretty good. Okay, fair enough. Um, but so, yes, yeah, go on. with this character, I think he's going to come across- as like a stern, strict leader. He's not- going to be portrayed as the bad guy, but in the end, he'll will you know he'll have his wrongs righted. Basically, yes. yes. It's going to be a big misunderstanding the whole time. As is standard with these movies, they're not going to kill him off because they're going to bring him back as a hero in a future movie because yes. he's the Submariner. Yes. And we've got other people who can be potentially killed off as bad guys yes. coming up. So are you in agreement? I agree. What are your th- What are your other thoughts on this character? Well, I thought he could be the bad guy, and then later on they could maybe make him the good guy. But, yeah, you know. that's exactly what I thought. Well, I, I didn't think necessarily they would do that in this movie. Oh, I mean, I think they have to in this movie. Yeah, but uh, now that you're saying that, I um, I agree with that. So next up, playing the character of Everett K. Ross, we've mentioned him already, is Martin Freeman. Of course, you may have noticed him in his cameo in Shaun of the Dead, or his cameo in Hot Fuzz, or him in a leading role in The World's End, as well as The Hobbit movies. And he was the main character in season one of Fargo. Also in The Office. And he was in The Office as well. There you go. 
So, the character of Everett K. Ross, of course, is an agent of the CIA. And as I said, he's no relation to Thaddeus Ross, even though I thought he was. <laughs> yes. So, he was a major part in the previous movie. I remember they got him to fly around in a sort of magical ship, a vibranium ship, shooting bad guys at the end of the previous movie. Oh, did they? And Good Shuri, to know. Yes. And Shuri kept referring to him as colonizer, yes. which I thought was a little bit... Eh. Took on a... Yes. <laughs> you know, a little bit, uh, like, she's right, but still. She is right. I mean, you know, it was, whatever. It was a, a sign of affection. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Hey, colonizer. Uh, this character was boring, by the way. I do love Martin Freeman, but I found this character boring. If you'd seen the movie, you'd probably have a different opinion. Oh, really? Yeah. So What's he your actually, opinion? He comes into his own at the end. I, I mean, I don't like Martin Freeman, so I'm not going to say I loved him. What do you him. mean? I thought you liked him in Fargo. Yeah, he's good in Fargo. Everything else I've seen him in, I don't like him in, though. Oh, really? He's one of those actors where hes it's nothing wrong with his performance. I just don't like Martin Freeman. You know what? It's funny because he plays very much the same character in almost everything. Like, yes. like Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Yes. That was um, the first movie I saw him in, and I hated him in yeah, that movie. Yeah, like stuffy, bumbling British man. Yeah. And I guess Fargo- Stammering. He's like the modern day Hugo- Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant. Yes. Like, I almost said Hugo Weaving, but that's not right. Yeah, well, he's almost, like, he's almost like an everyman Hugh, Hugh Grant, sorry. Yeah. Where Hugh Grant was at least like like he was a very uh, handsome. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry, I'm delightfully befuddled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where like Martin Freeman feels like the whinier version of that same character. Yeah. Like, oh, 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 I'm a bit befuddled. Mm, I've got to look straight up at the sky at the end of every sentence because I'm just so oh, frustrated. But oh, I don't, oh, I'm too timid to do anything about it. You know what I mean? That's did, that's Martin Freeman. Did you like him in Black Panther? Not particularly, okay. but I didn't like the movie, so that doesn't say okay. much. All right. So, the last, no, the second last character I want to talk about, but certainly not the second least, playing the character of Ramonda, is Angela Bassett. Now, Matty D, we've talked about Angela Bassett before. What have we covered her in in the past? Oh, I can't remember. I mean, we have talked about her as Ramonda in Avengers Endgame, but Mm -hmm. we have talked about Angela Bassett in another movie quite recently. You don't remember? Uh, let me just have a little think about that. She was Dorothea Williams in Soul. How could you forget? Of course, of course. Now, of course, uh, Ramonda is the queen mother of Wakanda, who is, of course, grieving the death of T'Challa. Do you think she'll die in this movie? Her son, absolutely. Yeah, man, that's absolutely. What I, think. I guarantee it. Why do you think she's going to die in this movie? Oh, it's just, it's just always the trope, right? The look at how they're portraying her in the trailer. That was my first thought. Like she's there. She's like a tragic figure. She's yeah. She's basically the only one who's left to rule the kingdom. We yep. know that Shuri's going to take over the Black Panther role. So I think the character sort of has to be killed off for the story to make dramatic sense. Does that make sense? I know yes. we've already got T'Challa the, being T'Challa's killed, yes. but that's not going to happen on screen. So it can't be really called like a tragedy in the dramatic movie sense. Yes. I mean, it is a tragedy within the world of the movie. Yes. But we know going into the movie that T'Challa's dead. We're not going to be shocked by that. So it's going to be the aftermath and then we need something to kind of pack the punch so that Absolutely. You know, uh, Shuri is going to have to step up to the plate. And every other character I'm seeing in the movie looks like they're going to be around to the end. Yes. So, I don't- Yeah, I think I'm seeing buzzards and there's around. And there's not much you can do with this character because she's a leader role. I don't I don't see her doing a lot of the action, so there's not going to be a lot they can do with her other than maybe killing her off and- I think that's a great slimming point. Slimming this cast list down. Yeah. <sighs> well, she's not a major character in any no. of the movies, so no. I think- it's not going to be, no, I'm again, no offense to the character, no offense to fans of uh, good old Ramonda, but I don't think it's going to be huge loss to lose it. No, but man, it's going to be. They did it in Thor, you know. It's so. going to be enough of a punch, exactly. It, it's like we're following the tropes here. The same way that they killed off uh, Odin, I think they're going to kill off this character as yeah. well. Give Shuri and, and something. Thor's mother as well, yeah. Give Shuri something to fight for and yes. overcome yes. and become like the true Black Panther hero. Yeah, it'll, it'll, make, it'll make the movie real, the stakes real, and then. Da-da-da-da. So. 
from what I saw in the trailer, I saw that there's a flood in Wakanda. So we know that the the Talokians, whatever they're called, yeah, yes. the, the Talokans, they're going to uh, attack Wakanda and flood it. So I think during that battle, uh, Ramonda will most likely be killed. That's my guess, unless you have any other theories. Uh, a flood kills her. Uh, I'm, I'm not saying that the flood kills her necessarily. I'm saying that during the battle where the Talokans oh. flood the city is probably the most ideal time for her to be killed off because there's a battle in the city. She's there. She's yep. the, the substitute leader of the city. Agreed. They'd be attacking her. Yep. Perfect opportunity. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. I, I think that that's a good play there. That makes sense. Um, and then our heroes, of course, have to, to band together and then take the fight back to the Submariner. Yes. And his friends. Yes. So, of course- Or we, something's yes. happened where there's been, like, some miscommunication of, like, boundaries and stuff, and then, you know, she dies as a part of that, and then- that How do you mean? What do you mean? I don't know. <laughs> make it make dramatic sense, and then I'll believe you. All right, make it make dramatic sense. Um, what, so she's mowing the lawn, and then, like, she accidentally <laughs> mows, you know, the Submariner's lawn, he's like, hey, hey, that's my son. <laughs> the Wakandans do something- that the uh, Submariner's people, I can't remember what, the, the Tolokans, is that it? Yeah, the yeah, Tolokans. The, the Tolokans take offence to, they think they've gone over, the, over overstepped their bounds, the Tolokans. Well, that is an interesting point, because in the trailer we see a boat. Yes. So we see a boat that looks like it's being run, it sort of looks like a high-tech boat. It looks like it's being run by um, Wakandans. Yes, and they jump into the water, right? And they go into the water. So, so we know that the Wakandans are doing something related to underwater activity. Yes. They've got a boat. We see the military take over the boat as well. My guess is that, that that's the government's involvement, the world leader's involvement as well. Yeah. But what would they potentially be doing underwater that may, uh, well, that may even potentially upset the... Tolokans. Yeah, so it's either two things, right? It's either them trying to attack the Tolokans or- Which them- I couldn't see them doing. Exactly, me neither. Wakanda wouldn't do that. Um, or they're trying to get something. Resources. Resources, maybe. More maybe vibranium. More vibranium. There's like- We're a running out of vibranium because ah. we keep making stupid trains, so we need more. <laughs> there's, there's, a, there's, one, there's a meteor that's landed in the water, in the, in the ocean or whatever. Yeah. And, and they're like, well, we got to protect the vibranium because, you know, that's our role. So yeah. they try and take the vibranium from the- Tolokans, who may not necessarily know what it is, mm-hmm. and then they're like, "Hang on, why are you invading our kingdom, taking and our that resources?" Would be an interesting- That's a good. This is a good point. Th- th- that'd be an interesting twist on the whole sort of colonization aspect yeah. that played in the first movie. That- I don't think that's going to be the angle, but yes, that's a yeah, good point. Yeah, I-, I don't know. But obviously, they would like it would all be redeemed in the end. But maybe that's you know something that they will play with. You know. Yeah, I don't think that's going to be a message that they're going to want to push you. Look, these guys who have been colonized are colonizers themselves. Yeah, actually, now that you say it like that, that's a good point. But I, I was kind of going in the in the stance of like it, it, it's a misunderstanding. Yes. Right? Yeah. Absolutely. Where where you can kind of see uh, Namor's point of view is like, what are you doing in my water? <laughs> what yeah. are you doing in my water? And Get then, out of my and bath. Then you, and then you can kind of see the Wakandans, uh, like you know. Yeah, we need this. We need this yeah. vibranium because we have to protect it because if we don't get it, someone else will. Yeah. And they're like, all right, you're coming down into our territory. You're invading our space. You're taking our resources. Because I, I definitely see Namor as somebody who just won't listen to reason just because of his, like, sternness. His, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, they could they could try to reason with him and he just doesn't listen to it. Okay. Maybe. I don't know. Just uh, spitballing ideas here. But I definitely, I'm definitely with you that she will die. And the, and the yes. war is a good place for that to happen. It'll be dramatic fashion. Yeah, I think, you know, even even if it's like an accidental death, you know, someone throws, you know, a spear. Well, a flood is a perfect opportunity for yes. an accidental death. She yes. could slip over and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> she, she hits her head and then- uh, she falls off the waterfall, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. 
hits her head and then drowns. Yeah. All right, cool. Now, it feels like we're on a roll here, but there's one more character that's very important that I do want to talk about. The last person I want to talk about playing the character of Atuma is Alex Livinali. Now, Atuma, if you're not familiar with the character at all, is a villain from the Marvel Cinematic Universe. He's typically an underwater villain and is usually paired with the uh, Submariner, as in, like, the Submariner is the hero and then his villain is Atuma. Ooh, here we go. In the Lego sets... Uh, we see that Atuma is in a lot of the scenes. So they're usually fighting Atuma or Atuma is there with the Submariner attacking our good guys. So this guy is our bad guy. He is Perhaps. a bad guy. Now, in the trailer, we see that the Submariner is working alongside Atuma. So yes. Atuma and his people are blue. The Submariner's people seem to be like, you know, regular sort of tan skin, Caucasian looking people. <laughs> yes. And not blue. Yes. So, I don't know if this is like a different group that's uh, allied with the Tacomans or they- are, No, he's- Sorry, not the Tacomans, the Tolokans. Actually, it says right here that Atuma is a Tolokan warrior, so he is from the same kingdom as the Submariner. Yeah, I'm just reading a bit of his fictional biography and it says he's a member of a tribe of barbaric Atlanteans, mm-hmm. but they could change that and just make him a Tolokan and, you know, whatever. Yeah. But he was- so My guess is- Yeah, you go on first, sorry. Oh, he's, he was banished from Atlantis ages ago. He develops yep. uh, super strength, so I think he's going to be throwing a lot of people around more than the average Atlantean. But like I said, in the trailer, we see him working alongside the Submariner. So I think straight away, knowing this about the character, I think, you know, this is giving us a hint as to who our real bad guy may be. Definitely. Or at least who is going to replace the Submariner as a bad guy. Definitely, yes. Yes, what's going to happen is he's going to have his own group. He's going to want to overthrow the Submariner. He's going to create this war. He's going to start a war for his own profit. No, for his own leadership. I think that's what's going to happen. It sounds like you're on the same page here, right? Yeah, I think what will happen, I, I think I am on the same page. My thought was that the Submariner will come around, so he'll realize what he's doing is wrong, and he's just like, all right, we should stand down. But then a tumor is just like, no, what are you talking about? This is the perfect opportunity for us to seize Wakanda oh, okay. and expand our territory. He doesn't want to back down, meaning that the the Submariner has to turn against him. Yeah. And then Atuma becomes the main bad guy that everyone has to team up against. So, so for this, like, Atuna is going to be part... I think it's funny that his name is Atuna, by the way. It's Atuma. <laughs> Atuma. As in, he's not a tuma. <laughs> not a tuna. He's not a fish. <laughs> well, I mean, he technically un- is. He looks like a big seaweed, but whatever. Uh, so, Atuna... Atuma is uh, like an advisor or he's part of the council or he's a close yeah. sort of um, confidant. He's a warrior of the Submariner. The Submariner he's, yeah. he's a mariner. They fought in wars together. They're probably yeah. centuries old. I was kind of thinking that he would be uh, manipulating Submariner a little bit, but- Yeah, could be. It and could then, be like then, the, the Grimmer Worm Tongue, sort of like- yeah, a little his, bit. Your words are poison, sort of whispering golden uh, thoughts into his ear. I don't really see it like that because I see him uh, as like a big, strong guy, but he's, yeah. he's sort of like, this is, uh, you know, maybe he's like, the Black Panther is dead, let's go take over. And he, and he says, you know, he, he convinces Namor Maybe he's like, the one- when uh, the Wakandans come down to the the Tolokan depths to claim back the vibranium, he's the one who really pushes Namor into saying, you know, look, we should fight back against these guys. Yes. We should attack back. They're trying to invade us. We should invade them first. Yeah. They're weakened. They don't have a leader anymore. Let's do it. Yeah, it could be. It, yeah, that that sounds more logical. That sounds like it could be the right track. I just want to throw out there. It could be like something as as simple as you know he has a group of people. He dresses them up like Wakandans. He makes them invade. Like well, it's going to be very difficult thing. for them to uh, go incognito because they're blue. 
Yeah, William and Monroe, also they're not black. Wearing like armor or whatever, and then blames Wakandans. Then you know they invade Wakanda. Well, we already established they don't need an excuse to invade Wakanda because we already established that the Wakandans are taking resources from them. Yeah, the vibranium. It's a misunderstanding. We don't need a, another excuse. So sure. they've already got a reason to attack. Yeah, I was just throwing out another idea there. Okay, fair enough. But um, but yeah, should, uh, is there anyone else in the cast? That's it. That's everyone about? who we've talked about. So. Can How we, is this movie going to start oh, with a childhood flashback? This is this is going to be the <laughs> this is going to be the easiest part of the whole movie, right? The beginning, yeah, because it's going to start with a childhood flashback, and it's going to start with the the somber, sad death of the original Black Panther. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's going to be scene two, but it's going to show his childhood. I think whose childhood? Uh, T'Challa. T'Challa's childhood? I don't think so. I don't think he's going to appear in this movie at all. You don't think they're going to show him as a boy? No. Can- no? Because that would technically be him recasted, and yeah, I don't <sighs> see how that would okay. work. Unless, then, you know, uh, he, he's with his parents, he falls over, he skins his knee, and then it cuts. <laughs> that would be terrible. Like, it shows him as a child, and then he's in a coffin. That's terrible. Well, it's kind of like, it's kind of like a celebration of, of, of him, right? Well, what if we had so- Namor as a child? As in the Submariner as a child. Maybe he's the baby being born I'm not, underwater. Because otherwise, how does that scene work into it? I'm not seeing that in the trailer, though. I, I'm seeing- Well, yeah, I'm not seeing it in the trailer. I'm just working in something I saw. I'm like, and I'm, I saw a baby born. That's a child. And I'm pretty sure that there are Africans who, that, where, that, where that birth is taking place. No, so it's I, not. It's <laughs> that's, not? It's Tolokans. Yeah. Is it Tolokans? Yes, absolutely. Because oh, okay. they're not African. The characters okay. aren't African. I know it's hard to tell, but they're wearing the Tolokan uniform. Oh, okay. And also, why would the, why would the Wakandans be giving birth in the ocean? I, I thought the same thing, but I just thought it was like something to the river they tribe. They don't even live near the ocean. There's a river tribe. Like, I don't know. They're, they're doing some sort of ceremony or something. That's what I thought. No, they're Tolokans. <laughs> so. Okay. All right, that makes way more sense because it's like the baby drowns. I can't know. Uh, could, it be, could it be Shuri as childhood? Being born underwater? No, no, no. no. I'm talking about the childhood Oh, in the flashback. Here. Uh, I mean, that doesn't yeah. have to be- The child being born doesn't have to be the flashback. Yeah, like I said, I was just reaching at straws there. Yeah. Because I was just like, well, we saw a baby born underwater. That's going to be no more. And then we see him I, grow up. But I, why would it be from his point of view? That doesn't make any I sense. I could be burning points here, but I just think it's going to be one of the Wakandans. Yeah, sure. Child that makes more sense. It's going to be up. I could be wrong, but- Yeah, it would make more sense for it to be Shuri as a child. Yeah. You're 100% I, right. I feel like they want to build up. Uh, the Tolokans as sort of mysterious. We think they're bad guys. Yeah. We're not attached to them. We're looking on the outside in. Well, my other thought was the opening of Shang-Chi where we see not young Shang-Chi at the start. I mean, we do see that, but we see from the bad guy's point of view and how yes. he became a bad guy. Yeah. So um, that was my thought as well. It's a good point. And you may be right. Like I could definitely see no, I, I think I'm that. with you. In saying that Shuri, I like the idea that I thought Shuri was being born underwater, but uh, I definitely think it makes more sense thematically to show Shuri as a child, as they always do with these movies nowadays. So will they show her brother in this flashback as well? I know you sort of shot down the I idea. I don't think that so. He's I think they'll, they'll mention him. I think they'll mention him, but we won't see him. Go find your brother. <laughs> yeah, where's your brother? Oh, he's off playing in the in the savannah. Yes. Whatever. Well, that could be very tragic and sad. Like you know. Yeah, he's sort not of there. Alludes to that relationship. I'm sort of thinking Godfather. The two, how we never see Marlon Brando in the movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. And that was really powerful. And the whole reason was that they just couldn't get Marlon Brando. Yes. But the fact that we never see him, like, really reinforces that that character's dead. And you think Marvel will uh, be as powerful cinematically? Will make Mate, those choices? They, they have every potential to be. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> 
like I say every time, I don't go into every movie, or like I, I don't go into any movie expecting to hate it. So there's every chance that this could be a fantastic movie that I love. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. I mean, track record so far is, okay. is making that chance slim and slimmer every day, but still. So it's going to be her as a child. Yep. Her mother maybe saying some words, words of wisdom. Of wisdom. Yep. Brothers out there. <sighs> Brother's not around, so he's not in the picture. That's ultimately the message here. You I think to- there will be like a go find your brother moment. Yeah, and no, I can do it without my brother. Oh, you think that might be what yeah, it is? Yeah, that's going to be the message, you know? Um, I, uh, yeah, Pick I yourself th- up by your bootstraps. You can do it without your brother. Sure. You can lead the tribe without your brother, even though you think you can't. Because it's an interesting story, right? Because she would never have thought that she was going to lead. Absolutely. So- and neither did the filmmakers. <laughs> yeah. So, so for for a character, this is an interesting thing because you're growing up, never assuming that responsibility, and all of a sudden that yeah. responsibility is now thrust upon you. And how do you deal with that? So, I don't know if they're going to allude to that in this flashback, or just like you need to always support your brother because he'll family is yeah. strong and da 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 da. But then, yeah, she's going to show her rebellious side. She's going to show her true leadership. She's going to say, "Look, I think I can do this without my brother's help." Whatever it is that we're getting to her to do, yeah, she can. She shows her independence, and therefore shows that she's, she's a worthy leader. She's a good inventor, so maybe she, like, builds something. Yeah, she builds a Lego set. Yes. And, and it's like, this is off. the Lego set that's used in the movies. Yeah. <laughs> Let's move on because we're running okay. out of time real right. quick. Right, okay. And then we go to the funeral scene. Yeah, so we cut to the funeral. It's a big day of mourning in Wakanda. Several tribes are there, different- So, I just want to point out as well, I noticed in the soundtrack, the track number two in the soundtrack is called A Body, A Coffin. Uh-huh. So, that means we're going to absolutely have to see the funeral. It's not going to be a case where he's died, he's already buried- we're absolutely going to see the funeral. In fact, I think we see the funeral in the trailer. Yes, I, I think we do too. So it's not like they're going to be, you know, parading his dead body around. It's going to be a closed casket affair. No. They, he's killed by COVID. Yeah. Because I can't think of anything else that would have killed him. Yes, I. Well, I don't think they'll say COVID. No. But um, he died of an illness. Thing. He died of colon cancer. No, I don't think that'd no. be that on the nose. He's not going to die of cancer. So it, what else would it be? This is going to be hard because you can't say he died in war. No. Because there would have to be a war. So, An illness, a virus. I think an illness makes the most sense because that's the sort of death where we don't need to see it on screen happen to believe it. Yeah. So, okay. So, Wakanda is a is a tribe that's kind of like been immune to so many things. It's, an, you know, been separated from the outside world. Maybe all of a sudden a disease sinks in and- it, uh, They're not going to go too close to COVID. Well, that's the thing, so. well, yeah. Well, the reason I'm sort of speculating this is but because- But it won't be cancer, which would be the easiest option because Chadwick Boseman had cancer in Which real they life. won't do because that'll be which is why in I said, bad taste. Yeah. I but, I, but the reason I say that is because maybe that's the reason they go to find this resource in the water because they're trying to cure mm. something that they don't have the facilities uh, for. I don't think vibranium can cure- Illnesses. Well, we, we, we just speculated it's vibranium. It could be something else that they're going there for. I think vibranium makes the most sense because they wouldn't be trying to take it from somebody else's kingdom if they didn't feel that they had the right to take it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they're the guardians of the vibranium. They see it. That is true. Which is why I said, this well, that's good, why it was a, a misunderstanding. Point. It's a good point. Another thing as well is they could never go into what killed him. Yeah, he just died. Well, I think they would have to say he's sick in some regard because if they don't go into it, people will be like, well, who killed him? Yeah. And then there'll be that mystery hanging over it. So they want it to be final, which is why I think like So it can't be murder, it can't be death by war, it has no. to be it has to be an illness. It has to be an illness. elimination. Yeah. And it won't be close to cancer because it's be disrespectful. Cancer. It'll be let's it won't say, be COVID. I was gonna say let's just say COVID, but we know it's not gonna be COVID. No. So just generic illness. There you go. Yep. Let's yep. move on. So in the trailer we see Shuri and her mother mourning on a beach. Yep. So obviously once T'Challa is buried, they reconnect and they speak and she says, Look, I, do, I obviously 
Ramondo is going to be like, look, I don't know how we're going to move along now. We don't have a leader. We don't have an heir. Uh, we're going to have to. I'm going to have to, you know, take temporary rule of she's, the. She's the assumed leader, yes. Wakanda until we can find a new heir. But I don't know what we're going to do because we have this lineage. We're going to have to find, like, we're going to have to go start auditioning new leaders. Well, I, you know, this could be an interesting thing because maybe they they have like kind of this. Uh, you know this, this this sort of ceremony similar to how we saw in the first movie where maybe uh, really also strong- something else I didn't like about the first movie mm-hmm. is that Killmonger won that competition fair and square yes so he deserved to be king absolutely fair and square by their own set rules yes yes but just because they like T'Challa better and Killmonger's a dickhead they were just like oh let's cheat this let's get you let's sneakily give you back that herb and give you your powers back so you can come back and win the day because we you know. By our own rules, this guy should be king, but we don't like him. So That was a problem to- people had with the movie as yeah, well. Yeah, well, that's like, a problem that's I had. Common problem. Doesn't uh, matter for this movie since both of them are dead. No, that yeah. So I, I was what I was going to say was maybe they do like a similar thing where you know uh, worthy candidates have like this sort of fight and the winner you know takes the lead, and the Wakanda is a tribe. We're assuming that it's going to be a male, and then all of a sudden we're mm. going to flip it on our head, flip it on its head, and be like, no, nope, yeah. the leader is well, going to be female. Well, I think this whole process is going to be interrupted by this whole invasion yes. that happens. So we've got to establish that the Wakandans are out there looking for, for these, you know, resources in this magic boat that they have, this yes. high-tech boat that they have. So yes, what's yes, the story yes. behind that in your mind? And how are we going to work in Ironheart? <sighs> oh, God. Uh, unless it's Ironheart's boat. I think we see her on the boat in the trailer. I could just be mixing two scenes together, but I have a feeling that she's working on the boat like Shuri. No, as we said, they already have a friendship, so she knows of Riri. So she has like recruited her to work on this boat because their their combined skill set okay. is helping them develop you know technology that Shuri couldn't do by herself. All right, that's all my right. thoughts. Here, here's an idea. Here's an idea. Funeral happens. They they don't know where to get a get an heir from. All of like the tribes have come together. They're all one now. But yes, you know, Ramona takes all her close Ramonda. Comp- Ramonda sorry, takes in all the co- the key characters and says, "Look, keep this on the down low." But we're running out of vibranium. We're in a really like bad spot because we're yep. really vulnerable. Yep, yep, that sounds good. Then Shuri's like, "I have a pen friend." <laughs> oh yes. no 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 no. Be like, not maybe she doesn't know, but maybe she's just like, just through you know my research and whatever. There's this person that yeah. you know has a lot of technology. Maybe well, I we'll- said they're university buddies, but I don't even know if Shuri went to university. Yeah, let's reach out to them. This genius, yes, and and maybe she can help us, provide us with you know technology to help us survive. Yeah, reaching out to her. Uh, they're two peas in a pod, Shuri and Riri. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly, and they'll they'll eventually get along. Yeah, but I guess like they're they're both academics, so at least yeah, yeah Shuri, so they bring her in. Shuri will know yep. about it. Yeah, so they'll reach out to her, be like, hey, can you provide us with weapons and stuff like that, and be like, well, yeah. not weapons. Well, no, like maybe that's what they're going to like. Oh, can you provide us with technology that'll help us out? And then you know she's like, well, actually, I've heard in my research there's a, there's vibranium somewhere in this sea here. Let's go find. I've got it. like a dragon radar that finds vibranium. <laughs> So let's uh, put together a boat and we're going to go out and find it. Yeah, yeah. So they do. So they find it. And then, of course, unwittingly in finding the and vibranium. They have no idea that this tribe of exactly, people exists. Exactly. They go down, they get the, you know, whatever. But also we see that the government swoops in and takes over this boat. So maybe as well the government is under the understanding that T'Challa has died, Wakanda is without rule, and now they feel like, look, you should be sharing your resources with everybody else. Mm-hmm. There's no reason you should be hoarding all of this vibranium for yourself when it can be used to further everything. Mm-hmm. But of course, Queen Ramonda, she's going to be like, 
absolutely not like where the the true as we've already explained where the guardians of the vibranium if we give it to other people that has the potential to be misused we can't share this but of course they're being pressured by the government into being like you're without a leader you're going to run out of resources eventually and yeah. so if you want to survive you're going to have to start sharing share it. it with us and we'll help you as as the government yeah and then you can have like th- uh, conflict on three points you have the government you have the the underwater guys and then you have wakanda now we also see in the trailer that riri aka ironheart makes her own sort of ironheart suit yes. in the same way that Robert Downey Jr. Yes. made his suit. They they basically have a shot that's identical to you know when he like knocked out the hole for the um the arc reactor. Is that what it's called? Yes, the thing that's on his heart. Yeah, that's yeah. right. So you see her belt out like a heart shaped hole in a in a suit. So my guess is she's going to be put in a circumstance where she's forced to build uh, like a a super suit, an Iron Man esque suit. Yeah. In order to combat bad guys. That's interesting. So, I mean, it'd be very. Like, it, it, it'd be very much copying the original movie. I think they're doing it intentionally. Like, as a homage. Yeah. Do you think that she's, like, a fan of Iron Man, like everybody yes. else in this fucking universe? So, like, she sort of replicates yes. her career and her suit on Iron Man. Absolutely, yeah. Uh-huh. So, my theory is when this government group, this government army takes over the boat, they're there captured, and then uh, Riri is put in a situation where it's like, I have to go help out my friends because they're in yep. trouble. Uh, I'm going to have to build something... That will get me out of here. Let me fight against the the soldiers without being shot, and I can go and help my friends in combat without any superpowers because I'll have a superpowered suit. Yep. that's my theory. I like it. And like I said, they're going to be homaging the original Iron Man because she's essentially going to be the Iron Man replacement in yes. the future. Will it be a vibranium suit? I think it has to be. Yeah, I think it absolutely has to be. Be a nice little twist on it. Yeah. Yeah, making it like even stronger than yeah. the the Iron Man suit. Yeah, it'd be a whole a whole suit made out of uh, Captain America's shield. Essentially, yeah. Yeah. So, are you in agreement that she's sort of forced into a corner by this this capture? So she's on the ship. Yeah, I would have thought it wouldn't have been the government who did this, but I don't see it being because otherwise she'd be captured underwater, right? If it was the other guys, so I guess it has to be. Yeah. So- Unless she gets captured by the Wakandans, and then they now nah, that doesn't make sense with no. what we're saying. So, we see that the government takes over this ship. My guess is that she's working on the ship at the behest of Shuri to help mm-hmm. find this missing vibranium, well, to find more vibranium that they find in the Tolokan underwater kingdom. And then Shuri isn't on board the ship, but, you know, there's a bunch of Wakandans who are. Yep. At the same time, because of this, you know, this invasion of the Tolokan, well, the perceived invasion of this Tolokan kingdom this is this has irked the Tolokans as we've already discussed and they sort of decide amongst themselves we've got to fight back against the Wakandans they threaten now our village they're going to yep. potentially take us over kill a, us all a, a tumor is going to come to Namor and be like this is what's a happened tumor, this yeah. is what these people have done I knew you when you were a little baby and then we have the flashback of the underwater <laughs> Of him being born underwater. Yeah, yeah, so that would be hilarious. That's going to happen. I feel like there's going to be a conflict between the 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 Talosians. I keep mispronouncing Talokans, Talokans, and the Wakandans before. Or do you think they'll go straight into battle straight away? Um, I think this will be maybe an hour, maybe 40 minutes into the movie at this point. So, I think we're going to have to kill off Ramonda. We're going to have to have our invasion of Wakanda and the, you know, I don't know how they flood like a, like a landlocked area. I don't know. Magic? All their magic, yeah. Uh, I think just to give us points in future, I think within Wakanda itself and within the various different tribes, there's going to be squabbling and conflicts where people are like, let's do it this way. No, let's do it this way. We need to fight back. No, we need to make yeah. peace. I think there's going to be a lot of that, like the, the river tribe And like people. I said, this process is interrupted by the invasion from yes. the Tolokans. Yes, yes, yes. And maybe people are, are, you know, with iron 
Ironheart, they're just like, well, let's not trust her. She's not one of us. And then, you know, other people are like, And no, according to our plot, she's just being held captive by cool. the government at this point. Yeah. yeah. On the ship. Yeah. Where she has all of her resources yeah. and vibranium, presumably. Yeah. So, flood happens. I, I think Achuma's going to be like, look, King, don't worry about it. I got this. We'll get the vibranium back peacefully. <laughs> yeah. Flood! <laughs> yeah. Well, I think Namor will be there and then, like, be along with it. But he's sort of, like, hesitant to hurt anybody. But then Atuma is going to be the one who's, you know, more ruthless and wants to kill yeah. people. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, of he, course and this- he wants it to take over land and take over the leadership. That's right. It. And then, of course, this leads to the death of Ramonda. CGI fight scene which we need yes that's right mm-hmm. it's going to be Ramonda. like a, a, a more played for tragedy rather than action of course we can have an action scene in there but it yep. doesn't have to be a major action scene yep yep and, and she's going to blame the Tolokan specifically Namor for this even though the blame that's right. belongs to a tumor yeah that's 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 a good point. and also herself she's going to blame herself that's She'll right like, so oh, I let everybody down there is actually a shot of Shuri in the trailer in the flood scene uh weeping uncontrollably yes. she's hysterical yeah. Which is which is what led me to believe that, yeah. you know, this tragedy is going to happen to her. Who else important to her can be killed off? She's lost everybody else. So, yeah, Wakanda's going to be wiped out. It's going to be decimated. She's going to yeah. be sad. They're going to be leaderless. Um, you know, That's right. The, the, the unity that the tribe has had has now been broken with death and destruction and the lack of, like, one person to bring everybody together. They didn't have that already, and now they've lost it even more so with uh, Ramona. Ramonda or Ramona? Ramonda. Ramonda. Yeah, like yeah. Zamunda. Zamunda. But I don't want to confuse you even further. <laughs> so, I think as well that Okoye will take a natural leadership position throughout this whole crisis as well. Yeah. So, she, you know, she serves the royal family and now the only person left is Shuri, who's the princess. And of yeah. course, Okoye is like, look, usually I'd look to you in this situation as to what to do next, but you seem to be, you, you don't know what to do next, so I'm going to take over She's going to be like the source of wisdom, yeah. Yeah, that's right. But we can work together to sort this out. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So this is good. I- I'm liking this so yeah. far. I think this is. Pretty- I think at this point they'll gather all their heroes together. We've yep. got Mbaku. We've got Okoye. We've got you know Shuri's there. She can make herself. Oh, we've got uh, we've got uh, Nakia as well. Don't forget about Nakia. And then of yep. course Ironheart has to escape and and turn up as well. Is Ross around? Ross is definitely around. Yep. Uh, he was very much comic relief in the previous movie. So uh, beyond helping out, I can't see him playing a huge role he in this movie. He might have tried to try to negotiate with the government. And, yeah, that's right. You know, he's, he's up- sort of working underhandedly uh, against the government's yeah. will, sort of behind their backs to help them out as much as he can. And mm-hmm. he's going to fly in to help them out like Han Solo at the end of Star Wars yep. by the end of the movie. I can guarantee it. Definitely. So, yeah, we gather our heroes together. They're going to take the fight back to the Tolokans, yep. but not in an invasive way. They're, they're going to go back. They're going to... Uh, what are they trying to do? So, the Tolokans have already, you know, decimated their kingdom, killed their leader. Taken away their vibranium. Yeah. That they stole. Well, not stole, that they took yeah. away, maybe. Because I feel like it needs to be that rather than just like a revenge mission. I mean, Well, actually, no, make it makes sense. more sense that the Tolokans take over Wakanda, doesn't it? Yes. Yes. And then they've got to win their homeland back. They've got to win their I homeland like back. Yeah. I like that. I like that. Yes. And free their people. <laughs> do they do they cover it in water or do they all yeah. just like put their heads in puddles? Yeah, they, they, they uh, cover <laughs> it in water. They're left over the flood. Okay, cool. So they cover it in water. And yeah, so-, so our heroes have to band together and go back and fight the Tolokans and reclaim yep. their kingdom. And we have, a, we have a hero's journey moment where she kind of rebuilds herself. Shuri, yeah. Shuri, that is. They got to build the suit, right? The Yeah. She could make everybody suits, you know? Yeah, but they're not important. Um, will she go and find the plant, take on 
the yes, you know that that could be like our third act of you know self discovery yeah, thing. The, the, the they journey in. So Okoye and the you know the rest of the the commanders are going to be like, you're going to have to take this position, and Shuri's yeah. like, you're right. My time has come. I'm going to have to do it. So I think yeah, they're going to they're going to go somewhere where you know into the wilderness or whatever to find yep. this plan. It's going to be about her, you know, proving herself and coming into her own as the Black Panther. She takes That's the right. plant. She becomes super powered. Yep. Um, she has her own suit through her technology and through. She looks uh, great in that tight leather. Uh, iron, iron, um, iron, iron heart. Yes, you know efforts. They build a suit. She comes back with her buddies. Mm-hmm. Action scene. Here we go. We fight against the Tolokans, of course. Namor is leading the the front, the yep. the fight on the front. A fight between Shuri and Namor, and yep. it's going to be like a, a pretty even battle. Of course, she gets the upper hand. Yes, and spares him because spares him, she's yep. got mercy. She's found the you know hero's she's like, mercy. You know, I don't want to kill you guys. Just go back to where you came from. Yeah, go back to your country <laughs> underwater. <laughs> And uh, then everything will be sweet. Or Kieran, like, or Kieran, we can all live in peace. Yes, yeah. You know, and, then, and, then, and then, you know, maybe Namora's going to be like, well, you know, my friend over there said that you guys were, like, robbing us of our resources. And it's like, well, hang on a second. Yeah. This has been all a huge misunderstanding. Oh, of And course. then, of course, a tumor's going to come in and go, no, oh, you should kill him. Kill them yeah. all. And it's like, oh, actually, this guy's crazy and, yeah. and a bad guy. Let's work together to take him down. That's and it. I think Achum is going to have his posse of people that are like yep, the, loyal the blue to him. People, yeah. And it's going to turn we see out- see them in the trailer. Yeah, that not only did he want to take over Wakanda, but he also wanted to take over- Take leadership from yeah. the Submariner. Yeah, so the Submariner yeah. was going to be killed as well. It's there like, you go. Submariner's like, huh? Yeah, not loyal at all. So, fight scene with our big bad. Yep. They defeat the big bad. They defeat the big bad. They can kill him if you want. Yep. Otherwise, he's going to go to fish jail. <laughs> they put a little thing on his face. No, like they're going to kill him. They'll kill him. Yeah, we don't need him. We don't need him back. Um, you know, there's going to be Submariner and uh, the Black Panther are going to shake hands or do something and be like, yeah. cool, we're cool. We're going to do our thing. You're going to do your thing. Um, and I certainly will appear in other movies. Goodbye. He swims yep. away. And now we're left with the, we got to rebuild Wakanda. This yep. is a new Wakanda. This is similar to the, you know, the ending of Thor in whatever movie it was where they no longer have um, wherever Ragnarok. Thor's. Yeah. No, no. What's Thor's homeland called? Uh, well, I was saying Thor Ragnarok was that movie. Yes, yes. But uh, his homeland is called Asgard. Yes, where they no longer had Asgard, and then it's like, what is Asgard now? So I think it's going to be like a similar kind of thing, and yeah. it's like rebuilding, and this is the new, and it's a female-led, uh, you know, society thing yeah. now. And so, and Shuri is now a hero, but she has her work cut out for her because she's got to like rebuild this place that's yeah. completely decimated. And then Ironheart is off to, you know, she can fly off and, and become a hero. Yeah. In her so, own life. so we're padding oh, out. By the way, Ironheart is getting her own Disney Plus TV series. Yeah, no surprises. So I think there's. Setting her up for a, you know, a I would have said her own movie, but a TV series, yep. and definitely she's sub- not important enough to have her own movie. The Submariner will also be set up to appear again, so they're setting up other characters in this in this world to do other. Wonderful, things. wonderful, cool. Um, I think we have a movie. I think we nailed this. I'm really impressed. Yeah, how are you feeling? I'm feeling very good about this. To I don't be think honest. we'll get it all right, but I think no. if this isn't the movie, I'll be surprised. Uh, what do we think the credit scene's going to be? Yeah, we'll that was going to be my next thing. The thing, the problem with these things is we've predicted every single Marvel. <laughs> movie we've covered we've predicted what's going to happen in the end credit scene and we've never ever ever no. been right well it's such a long shot you know uh as i said in the last marvel movie we covered it's going to be setting up for some tv show yes that is not going to really well, tie into anything have a, let's have a look at what marvel tv shows are coming out well, it could be just well, she-hulk Ironheart. twerking let's really yeah. make people angry she-hulk twerking oh, and a little she-hulk mermaid and Shuri. 
She-Hulk and Shuri all twerking together, and then like all the Wakandans, like all of the uh, Dora Milaje, just yes. all shaking towards the camera. Yes, I know that sounds facetious for people listening at home, but um, I'm a fan of She-Hulk. No, I'm sure Fight you are. Fight the power. Yeah, that would that would be funny. I'm just seeing what. That's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. I wish that that reunites every everybody. Um, I think I think you, Submariner might have it. Well. Oh, it might be a bad guy. Hey. So we know. So this is what Set we know is coming up. This is what we know is coming up. So we know that the Thunderbolt series is coming up, but they've been setting that up in the post-credit scenes of it, yeah. like a, for the last five years or it so. Won't be in this one then. So yeah, my guess is not there. Uh, you know what? It's really hard to pick it. Fantastic so Four, maybe. Maybe it's really hard to pick it right, and we always try to pick something specific, and we were always wrong. So just to be just for fun, let's try to pick something really vague. Do you think it'll be about a hero or a villain? I would prefer villain because be interesting. they've got too many heroes at the moment and they don't have enough villains. So Sorry, we'll set up a villain. Set up a villain. A uh, villain finding a weapon and talking to a character that we've already seen in this movie. Perfect. All right. I so like if it. that happens, we get a point. That's so vague that I there's no way that that can't happen. <laughs> I like it. It's it's it's. I, I'm sick of not getting points for these, so let's do it like that. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, great. All right. So, I'd love to recap everything we said, but, you know, I, actually, I, we probably can recap it real quick. Yep. So, start off with a flashback of Shuri as a child, establishing her, you know, potential leadership in the future in a, in a cute way, you know what I mean? Then we have the funeral for T'Challa. Everyone's sad. Um, they're running out of vibranium in Wakanda. so They're running Shuri- out of ideas for Marvel. <laughs> yes. So, Shuri brings in an old friend, a pen pal, as you like to say, known as Riri. Uh, they build a boat which has like a, a a device did we decide a device that can locate vibranium yeah they managed to find vibranium under the water and it just so happens to be in a secret sort of kingdom where the submariner and the Tolokans live the Tolokans see this as an act of war and so they declare you know war against the wakandans and plan to invade the wakandans meanwhile the government feels that the wakandans should be sharing their resources but queen ramonda is like absolutely not they'll be misused you can't do that so they're putting a squeeze on her the government's also taken over the boat that they were using to find the vibranium and uh ironheart riri is uh captured essentially she's being held there against her will so she can't help out our heroes our heroes are trying to regroup within wakanda and then find a new leader but this process is interrupted by the invading Tolokans who come in and flood the city and take it over uh queen ramonda is killed during this invasion and shuri is devastated she's at a loss Meanwhile, Riri makes her Ironheart suit, manages to escape from the government unscathed in her new vibranium Iron Man-style suit. All of our heroes gather back together. They come up with a plan to take back their their kingdom. Uh, Everett Ross is there to help them out as well in a sort of underhanded way. They go back to Wakanda. They battle the Tolokans. Uh, Shuri, oh, actually, yeah, Shuri, before this happens, takes on the mantle of the Black Panther. She creates a suit for herself. She drinks the magic herb. Gets the powers of the Black Panther. We have a final battle in Wakanda for the, you know, the ownership of Wakanda. Shuri defeats and spares the Submariner. They realize that it's all been a misunderstanding. Atuma reveals himself as the big bad guy. He wants to continue the, the war against Wakanda, even though the Submariner has called everyone off. He becomes the big bad guy. They all team up to defeat Atuma. Tuma is defeated or sent to fish jail. Let's just say he's killed. And afterwards, Shuri becomes the true leader of Wakanda. Everyone shakes hands. Everyone's happy. And everyone goes their separate ways. And we set up for future movies where Shuri is now Black Panther. 
Beautiful. I love it. I love it. Oh, and we've got a post-credit scene <laughs> where we're introduced. <laughs> a, a villain turn. What was it that you said? Uh, a, a, a villain is, a finds villain a weapon. Up, finds a weapon. And talks to a character we've seen in this movie. Okay. Fair enough. Setting up for a future movie, TV <laughs> show, TV whatever. Show, yeah. yeah, I love how cool. vague that is. Cool, cool, cool. And so that's Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Yes. Makes sense with the with title that. too. I, I did not think we would have anything today. Or at least Speak I would. yourself. <laughs> I'm glad you're here. Uh, but yes, I think that's good. I and think we, we're and, in a good and spot. And we said that the baby being born was uh, the Submariner as a child? <laughs> no, I don't, I don't know. That's just going to be whatever. Okay, fair I don't enough. think that'll be too important. There's okay. a lot of scenes in that trailer. So just randomly at one point in the movie, just a baby just like drops out from between someone's well, legs. Well, maybe maybe we go to where the where you know the submariner lives, and we just see and we see that they're not bad people. They're yeah. not inherently bad. We, we just see their life. We see how they live, and it maybe like a baby is born. Maybe it's his yeah. son or daughter, right? Like yeah, great know, point. Adds some humanity to him. It's like congratulations. Yeah. King Namor, you have a child. I think they need to paint the Submariner is misunderstood as yes. much as possible for the movie to work. Yeah, he's just looking after his people, right? Yeah, that's it, exactly. Same as what the Wakandans are doing. Yep, that's it, exactly. We've got it. We've nailed it. He's there we like, go. Ramonda, that, that name's my mother's name. <laughs> yes. All right. All right. Let's uh, open it up for the audience. So, if you have any ideas, the dear listener, of what you might think will happen in Black Panther Wakanda forever, you can let us know. You can send us an email at potentialspoilerspod at gmail.com. You can find us on our social media pages, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, or you can just simply leave us a comment on this episode's page on our Podbean site. Do you have an insight into the lore about these comics or these characters? Because yes. we are not that type of podcast, so we let are. us know. If you've listened to this episode from start to finish, you know we're not experts on either Black Panther, Submariner, or the Marvel Universe in general, beyond what we've seen in movies. So it's all just stabs in the dark here. So yeah, let us know any of your thoughts. Let us know if we've got anything wrong. And let's wrap it up for another week. Now, before we finish, let's talk about what we're going to be discussing next week. So, Matty D, if you, if you couldn't tell, since he couldn't even be bothered to watch Black Panther. Couldn't uh, be bothered. I've been busy. He's been incredibly over. busy at the moment. So, I thought I'd give him something relatively easy to do next week. So, we're going to do another installment of Movie Talk. Now, one of my favorite ever episodes of Movie Talk was the one where we forced each other to watch a movie. So, I thought, what a great idea. We should do that again. Yes. So, last time we got each other to watch a movie that we thought, you know, we, we thought they were pretty good movies, but for some reason, the other person just refused to watch them for whatever yes. reason. Yes. Now, I had to watch Jackie Brown. I refused to watch Jackie Brown. That's right. And you've and since watched it. Since watched it. And by the way, I warm on that movie every time. We I can discuss that it. more next week. And and I made you watch Porco Rosso because I right. thought you would like it and you refused to watch it because, you know, you're a grumpy old man. Yeah. Go back and listen to that episode <laughs> if you haven't seen it to hear our full thoughts. Uh, I'm actually keen to revisit our one year later thoughts and opinions one next year. week. Ah. Since it's been about a year since we did that episode, if I'm not mistaken. I think you're right. So, yeah, maybe our opinions on Porco Rosso and Jackie Brown have changed. But enough about that. Let's talk about what movie we're going to be forcing each other to watch this time. Yes. So, do, do you want to go? Who wants to go first? I can, I can go first. So, this is a movie that came up in a discussion when we were at a bar. I went through and started watching a lot of like old movies. I think mm -hmm. you did a similar thing, and I was talking to you about oh, that's just been my whole life. Yes. Um, and I recently watched that down and watched uh, Lawrence of Arabia, and I think we can talk oh. about our opinions of that movie or my opinions of that movie. But I came in, and I thought, oh, Kieran, I want to get your thoughts on this. Have you seen it? And you said no so i think yeah. it's a good opportunity that's a movie that i've never wanted to watch just because i know how long it is and i just can't see anything exciting happening in the desert yes now we did a 
podcast covering the quote-unquote best movies ever made. That's right. And I remember pitching Lawrence of Arabia to you and you vetoed me on that. That's right. So, I'm going to make you watch it now. Okay, And fair you know enough. what? I don't- Well, we'll see your, we'll see your opinion because I think you might be pleasantly surprised, but yeah, I don't we'll want to- don't want to put any, you know, caveat. I don't want to influence your opinion. But what what, what thoughtful movie have you decided hmm. for me? So, a movie that I wanted you to watch was one that I'm, I'm pretty sure you haven't seen, or at least I hope you haven't seen it, because otherwise I'm going to have to come up with another movie. Yeah. But it is actually a movie that came out in 1995, and they were hoping it would be the next Jurassic Park. Oh, okay. So, they were really touting this movie to be the next Jurassic Park, and they thought it was going to be a hit. And then it turned out to be a massive failure. So, they had all this merchandise and tie-ins and they put a lot of money into this movie. Ooh. And then it just completely fell on its ass. I'm 95, not say- you say? That's right. I'm not going to say whether it's a movie that I really like or I really don't like at all. But I'm really keen to get your opinion on it because the movie I really want you to watch is 1995's Congo. Have you seen that movie? Look, the title rings a bell, but I don't think I've seen that movie. It's probably no. a movie I've mentioned to you, but I don't think you've ever actually seen it. Okay. I think if you'd seen it, you'd remember it, to all be right. honest. But, so, oh, boy, I'm excited for you to uh, okay. watch that movie, and All I can't right. wait to talk about it even more. I'm sure you're just as excited for me to see Lawrence of Arabia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a movie that's been on my to-do, like, to watch list for ages, but just like I said, it's just one that I, I've just never really wanted to watch. It's a long one. Yeah, so uh, I'm going to have to bite the bullet this week and watch it. So, yeah, please join us next week when we're going to come back and we're going to be doing a review of both Lawrence of Arabia, classic movie, and Congo. <laughs> Look at those two movies together. <laughs> yes. I cannot wait to hear the discussion. They actually have very similar themes, if you think about it. Can't wait to compare and contrast next week. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, interesting. So, if you're familiar with Congo or Lawrence of Arabia at all, you can send us in your thoughts in the meantime. But until we return next week for that, Wakanda forever. Look, uh, Your Highness, the new king is a U.S. Uh, the new king... <laughs> You cannot talk. One more word, and I will feed you to my children. I'm kidding, we are vegetarians.